Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD, Thanksgiving, and preparing for the season of expectations. Uh, we're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the, the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made and we'll get into the show. Did you know that one in three people diagnosed with ADHD also have depression and 47% have an anxiety disorder? Left untreated, this could lead to other health issues. Understanding your ADHD symptoms and how depression and anxiety work is the first step. Talk with a health care provider for treatment options and strategies to deal with everyday challenges. With the proper treatment, you can live a healthy and productive life. Learn more at chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay. <clears throat> Anxious to talk to you tonight with regard to tonight's show. We are on the eve of Thanksgiving and the what I would consider the eve of the holiday season. However, uh, being in Tampa, Florida, I noticed Christmas was out this year far ahead of Halloween. And if you read the description for the show, I'm a big Jimmy Buffett fan. I've, I've listened to his, his music for well over 40 years, and there's a, a song that he has on one of his Christmas albums is Santa Stole Thanksgiving for Christmas, and I fear that he's actually stolen Halloween as well. Anyway, this show tonight is really – there's a lot buried into it. We are understanding ADHD is an executive functioning impairment. And Dr. Russell Barkley has defined executive functioning and segregated out many different pieces of it. There's, um, there's self-awareness, uh, which is important. Uh, humans can be self-aware. Once you have self-awareness, then you can actually have self-restraint. And I would argue that another executive function is emotional self-regulation. Humans are capable of switching emotions. So if we can be self-aware and downregulate our emotions, then you can actually show some type of restraint or the ability to self-regulate. Then there's working memory, nonverbal working memory, and playing with information in your mind, which is basically thinking towards a goal. 
our show tonight is really, really to help you become a little bit self-aware of some situations and help you hopefully restrain yourself. So we have a, a bunch of different concepts, I think, here that will be useful for you as we get into the holiday season. And our title, we're preparing for now what I, I sometimes I like to call it's a season of expectations. Lots of expectations that are out there. And I think it's really important that we pause going into this space and think about what's going on so that we're not reacting. Lydia Zalaski, we've interviewed um, several times on Attention Talk Radio, was given a presentation recently and shared a quote um, with regard to mindfulness that I thought was interesting. This is by Viktor Frankl in uh, Man's Searching for Meaning. The quote is, between a stimulus and response, there's a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and freedom. What I really like about this quote is that between stimulus and response, there's this space. It's a very, very, very small space with people with ADHD, and they have a very difficult time pausing and increasing that space. You can kind of pause and think. But I think going into... the holidays, it's really important to be mindful and self-aware and be careful of, of that space so that you can actually stop. And one of the things that I'd like to share with you is years ago, I was interviewing Creech of the Toto Institute. He, um, he studied Japanese psychology, and we had an interview one time that was really profound to me, and so I'd like to share it with you, its relationship with Thanksgiving and my own personal story, and that is... Up until the time I had interviewed Greg, um, in the world of coaching and psychology, one of the things that I had heard is that human brain is wired for negativity. That's the lexicon or the dogma that's out there. And I have to say, it really never resonated with me. Um, I understand the observation, but it just, it just didn't really work. So in talking to Greg, he described to me that in Japanese psychology, they practice gratitude. And, and my take on the situation is problems abound. We have problems every day. And the thing about problem is you have to deal with it and happen. Imagine that you're on your way to work and you get a flat tire. That's a problem. It needs attention at that moment because you've got to resolve that problem in order to move on with your day. Contrast that to um, things that go well in your life. You don't really have to celebrate them when they take place. Um, they can be put off for a period of time. And you can always kind of come back to them. But he said, you know, the thing about this is problems abound, and they consume our lives. We get so caught up in problem solving. What happens is we lose sight of the successes in our life. And in uh, Japanese psychology, the idea is to practice gratitude. And I want to emphasize the word practice. Like an athlete practices, you've got to schedule the time and practice gratitude. And the notion is like you might carve out an hour or something where you just sit there and you just basically maybe journal about the things that you're grateful for. And the key is not just to say, hey, I'm grateful for the sun and the light, but, you know, I was grateful for that sensation of biting into that peach this morning or that moment when I was struggling and somebody, you know, helped me by opening the door. There's lots of little things in this world that we can be grateful for. And in coaching people with ADHD, I've often said, you know, hey, maybe we should look at this. And what's always fascinating me is they're very difficult to come up with anything they're grateful for at first. Um, they, I'm not so sure they even know what it looks like sometimes. So the idea really is to stop and pause 
be present and think about the things that go right in it and to be grateful for it. Um, and it's I've, I've interviewed Lydia Zlowski on this particular topic, and that notion is, is that if you change the way you pay attention to something over a long period of time, we know our brain physically changes. It's called uh, neuroplasticity. So in mindfulness, you can learn how to shift attention, but being great, great, grateful, if you put over a period of time, that's a shift of attitude. And I have to tell you, years ago, I had an event in my life that was um, somewhat kind of tragic, and I, I was really kind of down. And so I took to this practice of gratitude. I would sit and pause. I didn't journal. That's a little tedious for me. I would sit and pause, just, just identify stuff that I was grateful for. And I'll be honest with you, as I did it, there were just words coming out of my mouth. I didn't really feel the feeling behind those words, but I stuck with it. And literally about five or six months into it, one day I was sitting there acknowledging what I was grateful for, and all of a sudden it was different. Not everything I said I was grateful for, but all of a sudden I actually start to feel the feeling of gratefulness around that acknowledgement. As I did it more and more, more often I would have that feeling of, of gratefulness behind that acknowledgement. I still continue it today, five years later. Now, there are times when I say I'm grateful, and I, I don't really feel it um, as, I, as, I, as I'd like to do so much, but I will tell you this, is over a long period of time, my attitude um, has shifted from one sometimes of negativity and dwelling on the problems to one of really recognizing how lucky I am to be in the space that I am and, and have the resources that I do and the support system around I do. I'm sharing this with you because and I'm getting ready to get into the season of expectations, and we're stopping for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's a great time to celebrate and pause and you know, maybe consider taking up this practice of gratefulness so you can begin to recognize about what's going right in your life as opposed to what's going wrong. And also as it means to enter the holiday season um, in a frame of mind <clears throat> so that you are looking at the positive uh, aspects of some of that stuff because I'm going to start talking a little bit here about the holiday season and what's going to transpire in that season and why it's really important for you to be uh, present. So really what I want to emphasize is that from an ADHD perspective, to be self-aware of yourself, to be aware of your emotions, to be aware of the fact that we tend to dwell on problems and go to negativity and that there's reasons for that and that to be grateful is effortful and one must find time to do that. And when better time to start than Thanksgiving? And to help you understand the power of gratefulness and understanding the shift of attitude and the positive things that can happen with ADHD. As an aside, we have research right now that suggests the life expectancy of people with ADHD is less than the general population. And one can take that somewhat negatively, but the good news is, is you actually can do something about it. And I like how Ned Hollowell has said, ADHD, if properly diagnosed and treated, you can live a very, very fulfilling life. And I think part of that fulfillment is to be grateful for what you do have, what you are able to do, and what you can accomplish, and not dwell so much on what your challenges and struggles are. We're going to take a pause and go to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about gratefulness and expectations in the holiday season. Our secret word tonight is Thanksgiving. Again, our secret word is Thanksgiving, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world. 
your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking about... um, ADHD, self-awareness, self-restraint, being grateful, Thanksgiving, and the idea of using um, this Thanksgiving as a means to pause, uh, to be reflective of everything that you have, and be grateful for what you got. And also as a means to actually prepare for what I call the season of expectations. People with ADHD struggle to self-regulate. I've done lots of shows on on emotional self-regulation, the regulation of attention, and uh, impulsivity, et cetera. And I've also done a lot of shows where I've kind of highlighted play from an a, um, executive functioning perspective. But I want to kind of get a bit more practically now. And one of the things that had a profound impact on me recently was COVID. I had been coaching, I think, 13 years leading into it, and um, COVID hit. People were sent home. They were forced to think uh, by themselves inside their head, which is a challenge for people with ADHD because that's an impairment. So they started to struggle. In droves, people came to my practice, um, really a little bit overwhelming, to be quite frank, because couldn't help everybody just because the numbers. And it was interesting to me because people um, were complaining the motivation and productivity issues. And really, it's a, it's a working memory impairment. As a result, people are escaping. So it's not motivation. It's just thinking was made more difficult. And in that process, there was a lot of people that were escaping uh, to things that were more comforting, whether it be alcohol, marijuana, uh, YouTube, uh, video games, social media, among other things. And through the pandemic, like never before, I had had one or two people that had addictive type behavior where I was encouraging them to seek some professionals um, in some type of facility uh, I don't. I'm gonna. I haven't really gone through and counted up, but I would say eight, nine people through the pandemic really had serious addictive problems, and many of them uh, social media or screen addictions. Um, it was that idle time with nothing to do and the boredom. I think that really people started picking these things up and they started getting hooked ever so slowly. And through the pandemic, there was a great documentary that was done um, on Netflix called The Social Dilemma, and they did a really, really good job about. Um, kind of depicting the fact that um, the human brain has only evolved so far and that um, over the years, psychologists and, uh, have actually kind of cracked the code to the primitive brain. And so they know how to prey on the primitive brain um, in terms of selling and influencing people. And like never before, the internet 
has exponentially increased uh, the rate of some of this. And at the end of the day, the, the Netflix special did a really good job, I think, at uh, articulating and kind of illustrating through an example how uh, advanced intelligence is tracking your every move, particularly on YouTube and some other things. And these uh, social media platforms, again, YouTube, uh, some video games, they are actually engineered in a way to be addictive. And those with ADHD really struggle with self-regulation, so they are probably uh, the target, well, not intentionally, but the idea is that they're, they're, they're more susceptible to have some challenges with all this stuff. So what does all this really mean, and how does it relate to the season of expectations? And Well, at the end of the day, what I think it's important to understand is that um, – uh, I'll pick on YouTube a little bit just because it's the second most popular search engine in the world. They have an algorithm on you, and they know what you like. So when you get on there and you start watching some videos, and they're going to serve up another video, there's, there's some incredible computers that have studied your behavior and know exactly what to serve up that you're going to find interesting and have difficulty pulling away. Now, understand that there's an incentive for them to have you watch another video to see advertisements in order to profit. So there's a, it's in their best interest to keep you on the phone. It feels fun if you have ADHD, but you often find yourself losing hours of time. In fact, I was coached one individual who was spending 11 hours a day on their telephone, which is phenomenal when you think of, of what's kind of going on. And it's really difficult to deal with it. And so, Using YouTube as a metaphor, as we began to look around at social media, we look at advertisers and retailers and stuff like that, they're all competing uh, for your attention, and they're all hyping things up in order for them to profit, um, in order for them to make money. So they're competing for your attention. And there's a few little things that I'd like to kind of, kind of bring to your attention that – well, let me, let me, these are Jeffisms, I guess – is that I've noticed over the years is that marketers or corporate America, they make a lot of money when you feel broken because if you feel broken, then you've got to buy something to fix it. And when you buy something to fix it, it doesn't quite fix it the way your expectations are. It's healthy for them to make you feel more broken, so you've got to buy another solution. So understand is that the human brain, particularly those with ADHD, it seeks uh, pleasure and likes to escape pain. Uh, being broken is painful, and so they're marketing to you to sell that product to you uh, in order for you to feel better. And it's, in my opinion, it's gotten very, very, very powerful. And to the point in time, uh, Christmas to me is, is there's nothing better than to give a present to somebody that they were surprised about getting, they didn't expect it. Um, and and it, it's just it's a euphoric experience for that to happen. But more and more, I find less of that happening. Or in order to meet somebody else's expectation, these things have got to be a lot bigger because of the hype that's been built around it. Why am I bringing all this up? Well, it's, this is an ADHD issue. The ADHD issue is for you to become aware of it, step out of that emotional stuff, realize that you're being manipulated before you step back into it as a means to manage your behavior. I want to emphasize it's the realization that you are being manipulated very subtly in order for other people to get what they want. I want to go to a break and continue this conversation a little bit. So um, 
those out there who are, are interested in Tension Magazine and are looking for the secret word, our secret word tonight is Thanksgiving. Again, our secret word is Thanksgiving. With that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Um, We're having a conversation about uh, gratefulness, Thanksgiving, and preparing for the holiday season. Those are the symptomatic things. What we're really trying to help uh, people with is to gain the self-awareness and um, emotions to step out and realize um, kind of what's being done to you a little bit about being brainwashed. Uh, We get stuck in problems and we tend to dwell on problems um, because we have to deal with some of those things sometimes, but all too often we lose sight of what's going right in our life and that we've actually got to schedule time. It's very effortful in order to make that time to go do that, but it's very beneficial in terms of, I think, your mental health and your attitude. We started talking about the incentive of uh, really politicians, uh, corporate America, and the uh, news media to sell stuff to you, to sell you what you're looking for, to to market to your primitive brain in a way where you're not really even conscious of what's going on um, at some particular level. Um, and all this is designed as we go into the holiday season is to have, like, hey, listen, like, watch yourself, notice yourself. See if we can show some self-restraint by not getting caught up in this, um, but realize what's being done to us. With that being said, too, I also would like to bring in that notion is that a lot of people out there are looking at the um, the, the messages that are being sent to us, and sometimes the lives that it appears that people are living on social media. I want to remind you is that um, people don't live their life consistently at the what you're looking at. I find a lot of people with ADHD begin to start to compare their inside with everybody else's outside. In other words, you'll sit there and dwell on the negativity or focus on some issues and look at other people who are showing like their best of moments and kind of compare them to and not realize is that they've got their moments too. You're just not necessarily seeing them. We get a lot of time caught up um, and looking at other people and other things and not realizing that, um, that again, you're only seeing the best. I'll never forget back in the 90s when day trading started kind of coming around. I had a lot of friends that were day trading, and it was funny. I always heard about their wins. I never heard about their losses. 
And I knew a lot of people that were day trading. It was interesting because um, nobody that I knew that was doing it then is still doing it now. Um, it sounded exciting. It sounded impressive. It was, wow, this is really good. It was, it was there. But again, none of them are doing it right now. So if it was really that lucrative or if they were that good at it, um, why wouldn't they still be doing it? Kind of goes back to the season of expectations and self-regulation and not getting caught up in this stuff. If you begin to listen to me here, yeah, you, can, you can hear what I'm saying at one level, but if you go into another level that's a little bit deeper and that really is, is it's really, really effortful to pause and override your uh, emotional urges to look at the negativity of life. It's really difficult to kind of pause and look at your behavior and realize is that you're doing something that you can't stop yourself because somebody's benefited in front of you. To, to realize, you have to stop and think that, hey, what I'm seeing out there is not really the real world. It's a fictitious world that I'm being told uh, is out there as if I can believe it. This need to emotionally or effortly overwrite requires executive functioning and um, is difficult. So what is the point of this show really is to bring awareness to the need of pausing and look at the good things in your life and saying it really can help you. That's number one. But number two, as we go into this season of expectations that started before Halloween, at least it did in Tampa, and seems to uh, – Season of expectation is overshadowing Thanksgiving at this point in time. Actually pause, take a look at this, and realize what's being kind of done to you to get you to, to have expectations, to create this, these illusions that at the end of the day really, really aren't helping you. I'd like to encourage those that were speaking to this maybe to stop and spend some time um, each day and look at what you're grateful for. Look at what went right in your day. This show is being taped off location in an area where I was having some difficulty uh, with internet, but as able to pull it together and as stressed out as I was in doing this, I'm grateful that it all came together and I could do this with ample time to air it. I'm grateful that I was able to sleep in this morning because I got uh, stuff taken care of tonight. If you can become grateful for those things, I think it will help you. And then also begin to realize is that, and maybe even journal it, that this is when you take a look at a commercial, pause and say, how are they trying to um, to communicate to my primitive brain? What are they trying to do to accent the hype? What are they doing uh, to manipulate me to, to solve my problems, etc.? Begin to look at what people are doing through the holiday season, like the advertisements, the, the Black Fridays. Notice that somebody's on the other side of that and they're trying to speak to the more primitive brain that you have. And what I'd like to say is don't surrender yourself to it. Take control. Don't allow them to manipulate you. Manipulate them back by actually seeing their actions for what they're doing as a means for you to step out, down, regulate your emotions, and show some self-restraint. I know tomorrow I am going to be relaxed, giving my thanks for the year, but also the things that have come into my life. I hope that you join me, and I hope that this, this show resonates and, and carries through. Um, be kind to yourself in this process. Realize that we're not all perfect. Um, if sitting down and, and being grateful is challenging, don't sit out. Walk. There's different ways you can do that. So with that, hope I've inspired you. Hope I've created a little bit of self-awareness. Hope that you're able to show a little bit of self-restraint in this holiday season. I'm hoping that you'll feel a little bit of peace. With that, we'll close things out. 
hope you enjoy this edition of Attention Dog Radio. Our secret word tonight is Thanksgiving. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Dog Radio. Take care. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.